Albert, first off, thanks so much for joining us. I'm, I'm just thrilled to talk with you. I'm amazed at how a young English fellow falls head over heels in love with American country and rockabilly music. I know uh, Jerry Lee Lewis was a huge idol for you early on. Was that your kind of entrance into this field? Uh, it actually started with an English guy uh, named Lonnie Donegan, who played uh, American folk and blues in the UK on an acoustic guitar and a Martin guitar, and he had it like a jazz rhythm section, you know, guitar, double bass, and drums. And he used to do Woody Guthrie and Lead Belly songs, and but with a, a lot of energy, and uh, he was very good. And he was the guy that started us all playing the guitar back in like 56, 57. And uh, it went on from there, really. Um, you know, by the early 60s, I guess uh, we listened to a lot of rock and roll as well. And, uh, you know, some some of the guys went off following B.B. King and, you know, the, and mm -hmm. uh, Big Bill Brunsey and, the, you know, the blues guys. Right. But I... I always maintained an interest in, in country music at that time. You began playing piano, though, didn't you? I did, yeah. We had a piano in the house, and I used to bash away at it, and my folks had me take lessons for a, for a year or, or so. And uh, I liked it, but I, I got really lazy, and I never really practiced what I was supposed to. Uh, so uh, the teacher you know, told my folks that, that, that they were wasting their money because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't practicing. Did you get a cheap guitar first, a little... Uh... Well, you know what? I, I actually borrowed guitars for uh. Uh, almost 18 months. I'd borrow them from school friends. I think I borrowed like three different guitars, and uh, and then they'd take them back, and I'd, I'd find <laughs> another one to yeah. use. And, and then uh, eventually, I think it was like 57 or 58, my folks bought me uh, a really uh, cheap uh, Spanish guitar, with gut strings on it, mm -hmm. which I immediately put steel strings on, which mm -hmm. you're not, not really supposed to do. But um, I had that for a few months, and then my folks realized that I was actually making pretty good progress. So uh, I think for my 15th birthday, which is around Christmas time in 1958, they bought me a second-hand uh, archtop, German archtop, a Hofner guitar. And uh, I realized at that point that actually guitars were easier to play than I thought, because I'd be playing things that were almost unplayable prior to that. You've played with some amazing people over uh, the course of your career. Uh, Everly Brothers, Clapton, Emmy Lou, uh, The Crickets, Jerry Lee Lewis. Matter of fact, I mentioned him. You were on his London Sessions record, weren't you? I was, yeah. That that was a lot of fun, yeah. And it, it was like a whole week in the studio with him. And, uh, and uh, you know, a lot of uh, English rockers were on that on that record, you know, and he was kind of holding court every day, you know, and it was a, it was a, a great experience and it was a good sounding album too. He played and he played and sang great. We're visiting with Albert Lee. Albert's in town to play a show at the Southgate house revival this coming Wednesday night. Who are you bringing? Who's in your band these days, Albert? Uh, well, I have two bands actually. I've got an American band and a UK band, but uh, obviously I'm bringing the American band this time from LA. I've got uh, JT Thomas on keyboards and uh, Will McGregor on bass and Jason Smith on, on drums. We're just a four piece. 
And what? You make uh, a lot of noise. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. What can we expect to hear? What uh, is your repertoire? Well, it's very mixed, actually, and I get lots of. Uh, nice comments after the gigs and so well we didn't know you sang we didn't know you played the piano and but yeah you got what a great choice of songs so it's a bit, a bit of a mixture really you know i, I love uh, i love jimmy webb I, lo- I love the piano ballads you know i love to do two or three piano songs and uh yeah i like good songs so it's a bit of a mixture really there's plenty of guitar work during the course of the evening so you know well guitar fans won't be disappointed but uh, well, they're, they're very be, well better be <laughs> yeah but they're, they're, you know usually people are happily surprised that uh, that it's you know quite a, a varied show you know usually uh, uh, you know being a guitar player you do seem to attract other other guitar players and they just w- want to watch someone shred you know mm-hmm. and uh, I've noticed that a lot of the, these guitar players they'll bring their wives and girlfriends along you know reluctantly you know <laughs> and then they they find that you know the uh, the ladies in the audience are happily surprised that they actually enjoy the music you know so it's a it's a, a real mixture I know you performed uh, quite a while ago with uh, both the Everly Brothers separately, and I think well, didn't you didn't you uh, perform uh, on their uh, reunion sets as well? I did, yeah. Well, um, my history with the Everly Brothers goes back to 1962. Um, I was playing in a club in London, and a couple of uh, guys were watching us play. It was a, it was a cellar club; weren't many people in the room, and uh, got to chatting to these guys, and they turned out to be. Uh, the drummer and, uh, and guitarist with the Everly Brothers and uh, got very friendly with, with the guitar player especially and uh, we've been friends ever since I actually saw him play uh, uh, just uh, uh, a few days ago here in LA his name's Don Peake and he was part of the, the wrecking crew but I, I got to meet Phil Everly at that time and then the, the following year they came over again and I got to meet Don that time and uh, each time they came to the UK, I'd uh, I'd try to see them because I, I just love that love their music, you know. And then when I finally got to America in '70, I think it was for the band called Head, Hands and Feet, mm-hmm. Phil Everly came out to see us at the Troubadour in Los Angeles, and and uh, it was around that time that he, in a roundabout way, he asked me if I knew of any guitar players because he and his brother were looking for one and. Uh, Sadly, I had to turn him down at that time because I was heavily committed to the the band I was with. But um, they broke up in 73, and uh, I left the band I was with, and uh, I was here in L.A., and I got to meet up with Don because I, I was actually playing with the Crickets for a, a little while too, mm-hmm. Buddy Holly's old band, right. the Crickets. So uh, uh, I got to be uh, really friendly with Don. We play local bars here, and... Uh, I played on an album that he did. It was his second solo album. And, uh, you know, throughout the next 10 years, I'd do odds and ends with him, even though I, at that time I was with Clapton and with Emmy Lou, I'd find time to uh, to play with Don because I, I just uh, loved his music. He's, uh, you know, still one of my favorite singers. And, uh, and then to everyone's surprise, in 1983, uh, they decided to give it another try. And we did the reunion concert in London, and uh, I thought, wow, that's great. After all these years, I got to play with the Everly Brothers. And uh, to everyone's surprise, you know, well, we got a call 
a month or so later, saying, well, the guys have got a record deal. They're going to tour this summer. You know, are you interested? And I thought, wow, this could be great, you know. And it actually worked out really well because I was just about to get fired by Eric Clapton. Oh. I'd, I'd, I'd been with him for five years, and uh, he'd fired the whole band twice, and I managed to survive a couple of times, you know. So I knew that one day it would be my turn. <laughs> so... uh yeah, and uh, we went off on the road, not dreaming how long it would last, because they they did have a have a reputation of being a, a little volatile, you know, in their mm-hmm. early days. But uh, we were on the road for 26 years, so you know, they've been a, a big part of my uh, my musical career, you know, one way or another. That show came through here in Cincinnati uh, at an outdoor venue called Riverbend. I, th- I think it was '84. It was just a remarkable show. Oh, yeah, that was the first tour in 84, I think, yeah. It, it was great fun being with them, you know, and uh, it was always a great band, too. So it was a, just a pleasure yeah. to... And they did things right. You know, we traveled in, in style. Well, we had the big buses, you know, always stayed in, you know, in, in nice hotels and well-fed. So it, it was a, a good thing while it lasted. We were sorry it finished, you know. Talking with Albert Lee, Albert's in town for a show at the Southgate House Revival, uh, this coming Wednesday night. Uh, you just mentioned Clapton. You just mentioned having a lot of fun with uh, the Everly Brothers. You've been on the uh, on the Clapton uh, Crossroads concerts uh, several occasions, I think. And I was watching some YouTubes last night of some of them with you and Vince Gill. And I think Keb Moe might have been on stage at the same time. And it would, it just looked like the most fun in the world. Are those as fun as they as they look? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, every everybody here who's involved is... Uh really anxious to be there and uh, you know i guess you could feel slighted if you weren't invited you know <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, well, no it's i mean, i i did actually miss the first one because i had a prior commitment but i played all the all the others and what was it like yeah. playing in uh, joe cocker's band as well that that was another uh, hero of mine <clears throat> yeah that was uh, he was pretty wild back then you know uh, i actually knew him from the 60s i played on a couple of tracks of his Back in '68, uh, maybe I was here in uh, Los Angeles, and I think he'd been rehearsing uh, a band up uh, north of Santa Barbara at a ranch up there. And they'd had a big fight, and uh, they needed a guitar player and a drummer immediately. And uh, I was available, and so was um, the drummer from Heads, Hands, and Feet. He was still living out here at the time. So off we went on the road with uh, Joe and. Uh, yeah, it was quite an experience, you know. I, I only did it for 18 months, maybe two years, but um, it was a good time, you know. Now, he drank a lot, sadly, you know, but uh, it was a great band, and uh, yeah, what a character. Mm-hmm. Can't let you go without talking about the concert for George, which is, I think, the I think the assemblage of musicians on stage that night is my all-time favorite, and what a remarkable evening that must have been. Oh well, yeah, that was uh, uh, that was an honor to be a part. But actually, um, I'd contacted Eric before the show, and uh, I'd heard that there was going to be a concert. And I, of course, I'd, I I had no idea it was going to be so big, you know. Uh, but um, anyway, I wrote to him, and I didn't hear back. Then uh, a friend of mine said, "Have you heard back from Eric yet?" Yeah. I said, "Well, no, I haven't." Yeah, okay, I'll write to him again. Write to him again. And in, in fact, he. Uh, he did get back to me, and he said, oh, yeah, Olivia, George's wife, would love for you to be there. And uh, I thought, wow, great, you know. 
and I was I was uh, set to be in London anyway. You know, I was just about to start a tour with my band over there, so um, you know it worked out really well. We we rehearsed for nearly three weeks, and uh, it was a great band. You know, there were six guitar players. Yes, and uh, I, it was just uh, amazing being in the center of that stage with so much going on. You know, just a, a wonderful sounding band and uh, lots of old friends and. Yeah, it was a, a lot of love yeah. in that hall that right. night. Absolutely, absolutely, it's a great occasion. Do you have a large, large uh, guitar collection at home? I do, yeah, and uh, I'm, I don't class myself as a, a guitar collector, but by most people's standards, I guess I am. You know, I'm not one of those guys who has to have every year of a Telecaster or a Stratocaster, and, uh, but um, I've got uh, you know a sizable collection of guitars that cover different uh, different styles and uh, different sounds you know um so i try not to double up on on things but um yeah i don't know i've got 35 40 guitars probably mm-hmm. and uh, quite a few of my own model too you know i've got right. ernie ball music man manufacturer guitar with my name on it you know so uh, which I'd actually played for a number of years before they decided to put it on the market. It was kind of a prototype, and uh, they really didn't have um, a, a big enough factory to cover all that they were making at the time, you know. But eventually, when they built a new, a new factory, they were able to put my guitar in the line, you know. So uh, it was great that, that people were able to buy them, you know, and it's still out there, you know. How many do you haul around on the road with you? Well, um, one. <laughs> oh, really? You're the only ball? I take one guitar on the road with me, yeah. And uh, my wife is always uh, telling me to carry more. You know, you sure people like to see a load of guitars on the stage. You know? yeah. She said she went to see Jackson Brown not long ago, and he had about 20 guitars lined up behind him, you know, all different tunings and stuff. But, uh, well, that would be a luxury, you know, but the way I travel, you know, I, I just... Uh, you know, I'm going to be flying, you know, mm-hmm. to to the Midwest here, so I'm, I'll, I'll be bringing one guitar with me. And in the Midwest, it'll be on Wednesday night, this coming Wednesday night at the Southgate House Revival, as we're visiting with Albert Lee here on Around Cincinnati. Albert, thanks so much for sharing uh, these moments with us. It's uh, been a great thrill for me. Oh, yeah, you're most welcome. Thank you for for your interest. I really look forward to getting back to Cincinnati and Kentucky. I haven't been there for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, before yeah, before I leave, with this huge, huge number of folks that you have uh, performed with over the, the uh, course of your career, is there anyone who you have yet to perform with that you would, is on your bucket list that you really would love to? Uh, gosh, um, I, you know, as I mentioned earlier, I, I'm a big fan of Jimmy Webb. And, uh, you know, I've known him over the years since the 70s. And uh, I, I was in the studio with him once, but it would be an honor to actually do a show with him at some point. And I, and I love um, uh, Bruce Hornsby as well. Oh. I love piano players. Mm-hmm. And uh, my, my piano player, J.T. Thomas, is actually this um, second keyboard player for Bruce, you know, so there's a connection there too, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, bring it on, Albert Lee. We'll see you on Wednesday evening at the Southgate House Revival in Newport. Oh, I'm really looking forward to it. Thank you so much. Oh, we Thank are you. too. And for Around Cincinnati, I'm Brian O'Donnell.